else like a GoPro. Think of my GoPro. Oh, you move too slow. Think of my say so. Now I'm fast like Stuart McSwain. Moving real flash, you think I'm insane. 240 on the spot, K on the dot, now they're begging me to stop. No. Taking shots like a GoPro. Think of my GoPro. Oh, you move too slow. Think of my say so. Now I'm fast like Stuart McSwain. Moving real flash, you think I'm insane. 240 on the spot, K on the dot, now they're begging me to stop. No. Is it recording? Yeah, yeah it's recording. It's been recording for 30 seconds. Okay. Hey, guys. Welcome back to episode three, season two of the Sticks and Bones Running Podcast. Today, I'm joining my host down under in Victoria, Isaac Bibway. What's going on? Not much, buddy. Not much. And my other co-host over in the sand dunes, Will McElindon. G'day. David Rudisha 2.0. And myself, <laughs> Joel Solomon in Sydney. Where it's 35 degrees and thunderstorming. Very uh, nice. Perfect weather, mate. Yeah. Hot and humid. Not, bi- not bipolar at all. Yeah, um, how many days has it been 35 degrees for? Uh, like one. And yeah, nothing. <laughs> yeah, mate, you've been defined as the desert man. That's all Joe introduces you as every week. I know. No, you got to say over you in gotta, the desert. You got, you got with the cactuses. <laughs> prickles in his feet. You got I, like, got, I got David Rudisha this week, so I'll take yeah, that. That's not David, bad. Yeah. And has got speed. I better back that up this Friday. If David Rudisha ever comes oh, back to Melbourne, for, you'll do what yeah. Luke Matthews and uh, Alex Rowe couldn't do, and you'll take him down. <laughs> yeah. For our listeners, um, uh, nice and early, a little bit of gossip. This Friday, Mac is racing an 800, and this Saturday, the big Joel Meister, he's racing an 800. <laughs> For context, this is the 1st of February. We have skipped one week of episodes due to some problems with scheduling. And uh, this is going to be Joel's first 800 in about two and a half years. So His goal is to run sub 2.30. said he'd be happy with that. 2.35, man. Come on. Oh, so, sorry about that. Uh, he's not quite ready to break the 2.30 barrier. But. One yeah. things get me every time. <laughs> Remember, Joel, first lap is quicker than the second lap. Two-second differential. I run a 70, 78 for the first lap. No, mate. Run it like a real distance runner and negative split it. Use that strength, mate. All right. I run an 85, then a 78. Speed. Whatever that makes sense. Um, All right. Anyway, should we get into things? I'll kick us off. Oh, will you now, bud? Yeah, I will, because why not? So... Tuesday, the 25th, if my Strava loads, swim in the morning at 8.57am, did um, 1,350 metres, averaging 152 pace, um, elapsed time of 43 minutes, moving time of 25, trying to decipher what this session was based off uh, what I've put here, on, what, I've, what I've lapped on my watch. If I remember correctly... I'm pretty sure, like, the plan with my mate was to do just, like, three sets of four 100s, and each 100 was, like, a, was like a kick down. So you, the first 100 of each set was, like, 75 easy, 25 hard, and then 50 easy, 50 hard, 25 easy, 75 hard, and then 100 hard. But I was cooked after one set, so then I just did 200, 100, 100, 200, and then 250 meter cooldown. 
because I think that was after I'd swum like a flat out K like a couple of days before. So I was pretty cooked from that. Um, then did gym after that. Thursday, um, just did a bit of speed. I did 100 meter warm up, then 50, 50, 25, 50, 50, 50, 50, 200, 100, 200, 100, and then 100 meter cool down. Bit of a random session. Um, and then just did like 15 minutes of water jogging after that. I haven't done that for a while, so I thought I should probably get back into that thing as I'll be running soon, hopefully. Um, Saturday morning, 200 meter warm up, 750 meters at 150 per 100 pace. Pretty, uh, pretty happy with that. I felt like relatively comfortable, like I could have pushed it a bit earlier if I wanted to. And then 200 meter cool down. Um, my warm up and cool downs have finally reached sub two minute per 100 pace, so. Shows that I've improved a lot because that pace was very hard. Good job, Mac. Usually. Um, Isaac. Um, and then Sunday, another random one. Just looking at these laps here. I've done a 100 meter warm up, and my warm up was in uh, 144. So probably a bit quick. And then 100, 250, 100, 100, 100, 250, 75, 50, and then 100 cool down. Incredibly random. Um, but yeah, good session. Had a 133-100 in the middle there. So, yeah, feeling the gains. Four swims, four gyms. Good week of training. Um, and hopefully running in oh, three weeks, four weeks maybe. Let's go. So, yeah, getting to the end of it. It's already been about 10 weeks of no running, and it's definitely gone by quicker. Last time the injury was in over lockdown, so I couldn't like swim or go to the gym. So it's definitely made things go by a lot quicker this time, which has been good. So last yes. time, how many weeks after did you get back to running? Last time it was ten or eleven, yeah. I think eleven. And yeah, this time it'll be more like fourteen, fifteen. Because yeah. like I'm not. Last time I wasn't rushing, but I was like I wanted to get back for track season. Yeah. Because this time it's like, yeah, there's no point, so not going to rush it. Um, and, yeah, I don't mind the swimming, honestly, at the moment. So Really? Yeah, it's not that bad. Like, I've, when you when you go four times a week, yeah. you get used to it. So, yeah. but um, Mate, staring at the bottom of the pool for an hour, it's like the most boring as back out thing. It is pretty boring. Like, doing a 1K straight kills and like you finish oh, and like, not, not i have like... a headache from just turning my head constantly to breathe <laughs> like, oh it's cooked like if you swim over like 700 meters straight that's when you start to like get like a headache from just constantly turning your neck sore but like yeah, it could be worse it could be an exercise bike staring at a wall or a screen but um yeah here's what it is got to get it done um, so i think that's a... i like the gym after it's like a Kind of good reward. It's good fun, gym and core. Yeah. I enjoy doing that. So, yeah, good week. Rambled on a bit there, but on to you boys. All right. Am so I next or? One, Joel can go second for one. He always goes yeah, fast. Yeah, you can go second. Oh. Him up oh, the order. Isaac. Isaac, thank you. Um, so Monday, the little bell rose loop. Good vibes in the Nova Blast 2s. 
Just 10.1k at 437s. Perfect loop, pretty much. Um, very chill. Uh, then Tuesday, man, Jasper. Uh, got a bus to Narrabin. And then because the track's on, like, a main road that no buses go past, so you have to run there every halfway around the lake. Um, and so I had to carry my bag with all my stuff in it for 5k. Oh, mate. I was, I was like, I was strength training itself. Like, that was pretty hectic. So 5K warm-up, and then into a midday track session at 11.53 a.m. Um, Shocking time, mate. That eight, is horrendous. Eight, I get abused in the comments. It's not even uh, hot. <laughs> no, it is. That, the Strava weather is so bedonkers. Like, <laughs> it's like the one thing I'd change about Strava is the bloody weather. Um, so it was the Jasper. It was eight minutes at upper zone at 3.28 per K. Lap jog. Two by 800 off 90 in like 2.30. Two by 400 off 90. Controlled like 75. And then four by 200 off 200 work, walk in 30. So that was a good session. Um, then we had to shuffle back 4K at six minute pace. Um, Surely you bring the bike, mate. Just, Why didn't you ride there? Sack. It was like really hot and it couldn't be bothered. And it's better than running with a backpack. <laughs> that's just kind of vibe because like you get like the park runners running past you and you're like overtaking them while you're like running with a backpack. And we were just when our speakers <laughs> blasting. Mate, you were not <laughs> overtaking anyone at five fifty eight pace. Uh, no, no, on the way there, on the way there, five minute pace we were. Yeah, and I it guess. Kind of felt like bad. But, like and still like we would run past people at five fifty eight. It's like who were walking and like shuffling. Um, and then the next day, me and just, oh yeah, the next day was Zadapek. Um, and I had to work all day and then we came home and Zadapek just started and then we watched it from the start to the end. And then we went out for a jog at 10.20 PM. Shocking time uh, then, mate. <laughs> yeah, so post nine hour shift and Zadapek watching 9.1K at 4.38 on the treddy. This is also like gym, so we went for a late night gym session as well. We got Mate, absolutely. You, you're on a treadmill. Surely you use use your big boy brand, mate. Yeah. And you watch that epic while you're at the gym running, mate. No, nothing can distract me while I watch that epic. I'm I need to be sitting still by myself in my room. Nothing can distract you watching diamond tech clubs. Be able to further understand and connect with the athlete's job. Well, if yeah, you're you could have like anyway. pretended. You could have changed the treadmill so you were at the pace of the race. Like you know, uh, didn't want to flex on them. Like they would have seen it on the Strava and probably started crying. So you just couldn't crush them little baby ears. <laughs> um, anyway, so yeah, that was my Wednesday. Joel, you could have also ran before. You, wait, when did you start your shift? I'm not a morning runner, Mac. I you know Jeez. that. Um, yeah, because you go to bed at like 11 o'clock or 12 o'clock because you've been at the gym all night. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, we don't need to say that to the listeners, Isaac, thanks. Um, <laughs> so then next day we went at, uh, we actually went at a reasonable hour of the day, uh, 9.46am, um, jog with Jasper, 35 minutes plus kick down strides with him, it was just very nice, 8k at 450s. Um <laughs> Uh, I was actually being a um, Friday, I did a shakeout and strides, um, missed the streak fly drop, and Whoa. 
special shout for having a whack run schedule. Um, <laughs> special shout out um to Kumo who sent me uh hats. Who's going to send me hats? And we have a partnership going now. So shout out to Kumo, Cute. Kumo Headwear. Um, then the next day yeah, we have Kumo. Uh, you know, we send in Joel stuff if you. Yeah. Feeling like sponsoring a podcast, just you know, hit yeah. us up. We'd be down a. We would appreciate it. <laughs> Kumo. Yeah. Uh, so the next day we had a little zone little lays. Uh, got to finish the little athletics uh career strong. So did zone. Um, yeah. So did a few races and a lot of warm ups and cool downs. Did the fifteen hundred in the morning. Um, and 3K in the afternoon. We don't talk about our times. They were uh, very shocking. Nah, Joel, you got to talk about times. Uh, I'll say the 1500. 1500 wasn't always well, shocking, but not as shocking as the 3K time. Uh, I was like 432, so still pretty shocking, actually. But <laughs> um, It's a transparent podcast. I just ran it, like, relatively even. Like, it would have been negative, like, if anything. Like, my last lap was strong. Um, the first lap was... <laughs> First lap, I went out like it was a threshold. Like, I went out, I was like bloody jogging in the first lap, but um, because I didn't really know my competitors, so I didn't, didn't know if they're like capable of running like a 330, 1500 or a six minute one. So, um, 330, which was Stewie there, <laughs> yeah, no, Bernard the Gat. Um, and so yeah, I just like went out first lap, see what they'll do, but they're pretty uh, donk, so just yeah. Roll with the punches. Um, 3K in the afternoon. Shocker. Got dropped with a K to go by my old training partner. Um, but, yes. Felt okay. Just legs couldn't turn over, really. But give me a few weeks and we'll be back to where we were post-COVID. Um, so, yeah. Um, Joel, you don't need to say it, but just hold up with, like, your fingers, like, what time you're in. Um, For the boys. Uh, Daddy, forty. <laughs> <laughs> Do that again, sorry, I missed it. Oh, uh, no, nah, I just texted you, mate. Uh, <laughs> so, if, if I think it's what it is, it's not that bad, mate. Yeah, it's fine. Uh, so then the next mate. morning I had to lose the... I was a bit angry after that 3K. So I had to run the... What's, what's the old saying? Um, run, run the anger out, I guess. I don't know. So I got invited to a Delta uh, running, the Delta running project. They... Yeah, nice, Joel. Good chats. Good chats. Joel's just uh, frozen. Are you there, boys? Uh, audience. And yeah, he's we back. are there. No, I just yeah, got thought, I thought we lost him for a second. I just got, Keith, this is in the podcast. I just got absolutely booted out of Skype because... They thought I was trying to call the police. I don't know. <laughs> Said a no emergency call allowed. <laughs> so anyway, yeah, I got I got invited to the Delta Running Project Long Run. Um, they were bloody. They were just, they did four laps and I just did two laps. Narrowing. They were ready to roll. Like I started running three forty five. I'm like, jeez. So seventeen k at four seventeens. Uh, like a few caves were at like four twos, four nines. Delta. Um, is that Jonathan Maker's squad? No, he's in run crew now. How oh, big is the lap? I don't think he was the someone lap. else. 8.5k. Jeez, that would have been a long, long run. 17k, but they do... No, yeah, they, they did four laps. 
Yeah, they do. They 32. Oh, okay, yeah. 34K. Um, they're not AMH, though. But they're, like, last two laps at 345. I joined them for their second and third lap. They just... Yeah, they're, like... They were... Fit up. Um, but anyway, that was uh, 80... That was a good, uh, good solid week of two races on the same day. Uh, good consistent training from Joel. 82.6K. Jeez, big week back from COVID. The coronavirus. Mm. And any listeners out there, you can message the podcast or me personally if you're too scared for buyers to see it. Um, actually, I'll follow <laughs> the article. Um, how's, if any of you had COVID, how's your recovery? And let me know how it's going. Love to hear. What a, what a kind soul. Uh, I would love to hear how your comeback has been going. He's so. a man for the people. Okay. <laughs> so, thanks. thanks, mate. All right, Maka, on to you, bud. All right, my week. Mate, you're singing, um, You're looking like a Stabilo boss mate, highlighter. Oh, well, yeah, I'll let you go back <laughs> to my, I mean, my The listeners cannot see, but you Maka look is like, looking swole from like, my angle. No, he's in you like can a, just see his shoulders. He's looking swole. He's in a highlighter yellow tank top. Yeah. He literally belongs in my pencil case, but anyway. <laughs> <laughs> I know. So I'll let you go back from my easy run right before you record it. Oh, all right. For, for the for the photo this week, Isaac, I reckon you put a highlight of Mac's head on it. <laughs> so, so I'll write that one down somewhere <laughs> so I don't forget it. All right. And then you got to put um a singlet with Rudisha, a Kenyan singlet with Rudisha on the bib because I'm going to go sub to an 800. Again? Mate, we've already done no. that. Yeah, no, but you've got to put it over the highlighter. Put a Nick Simmons thing on because his head looks like Nick Simmons at the moment. All right. <laughs> 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 Listeners can't see anything we we're talking about, so we should probably get back to the podcast. Um, yeah. Maka, on to the week, bud. All right, on to my week. Jeez, mate, when did your week start? Right. You run with so many people that scrolling through your feed on Strava on your profile uh-huh. takes ages because it's just Willie yeah. Macker leading with Niels, Ethan, Tom, Declan, Max, Toby, Owen, Yoshi, Jacob, Declan. Even though I don't follow them, it still shows up. Cooper, Matt, Toby, Owen. Je- yeah, heaps of people. Anyways, over to you. Okay. Monday. Started off the Gilray Reserve as usual, 3k warm up at 4.59s, very good. Um, then did a session. I did three by four by 400. Um, first two sets were off 30 seconds rest, and they were at 76s. Yeah. Uh, the last set was off 60 seconds rest at 69s, um, and there was a jog lap between the sets. Yeah, it was a good session, a bit windy, and my breathing wasn't the best. My asthma was playing up again, but I got it done. It was a solid session. Yeah, I think what shoes was I wearing? I was wearing the Takumi Sen 6s, not the new super shoe versions, just the good old ones that destroy your calves. Um, Let's see. Then I did a... Oh, man, I have to scroll back down my feed. Easier. A 1.7K cooldown at 5.51s. What's with the ran- – you always do random distances for your cooldown. Yeah, because we just go around the oval. And random times as well. Yeah. 
you got to round just, it to 10 minutes or 2Ks, mate. We just do a lap. Of Go the right. extra 13 seconds, mate. Nah, I'm good. <laughs> Can't handle it. Yeah. Actually, no, I think I started my GPS late anyway, so. Oh, no, I didn't. Never mind. All right. Then on Tuesday, did a 10K jog around Korean Open Space and Star Swamp at 5.13s, wearing the Invincibles. Good run. Running in the swamp, mate. Starting to really enjoy this route. It's quite good. Good variation. With a green singlet on, you would have looked like Shrek in that swamp, mate. Hashtag best place to run in Australia, hands down. Yeah. Well, I saw a kangaroo in that swamp a while, a couple of weeks ago. Is that the one where you got scared at night, mate? Oh, I thought I was going to get rolled by some Esche, but no, it turned out to be a kangaroo. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's interesting. All right, um, Wednesday, 3.3K warm-up at 5.27s. And Gilvray Oval, as usual. Love uh, a good Gilvray Oval run, don't Gilbray. we, mate? Yeah, session was oh this was in the morning, so I started warming what an up. What an alpha, absolutely. Yeah, because this was Australia Day. Day. Um, yeah, so we did our session in the morning, so we could watch Zatapec in the afternoon. So started at seven thirteen in the morning. So what I should have done. Yeah. Anyway, but you said you're not a morning person, Joel. I am really not a morning person, yeah. unless for a Sunday long run. For a Sunday long run, I can get up for that. That's just, like, motivation right there. Like, All right. But for an easy run, like, sack. Just run at midnight. I just realised I've been exposed right now. I'm sharing my screen so Macca and Joel can see. Yeah, they work out. Strava. I haven't given Macca kudos at all. <laughs> Shows how much I just scroll through Strava when I'm not running. I just don't no. pay attention to it. <laughs> Anyways, back to you, Macca. Alright, so my session was two by, it was a light session because it was racing Friday. So two by five minutes at 3.30s with one minute jog rest and then five by 200 metre on off. Uh, the 200s were at 31 to 32 seconds and I spiked up for that. It was around the dragonflies. The so snake the five mosquitoes. Minute, yeah, the, I was actually, yeah, snake mosquitoes could be a new, new name for them. So. Make it as well difference tonight. between a dragon and a snake. It, it it is a dragon emoji. I, I probably use, I think ja- I use, James Gansbury is just tripping. Yeah, he's anyway. Um, and then for the five minute reps, I wore the fuel cell rebels because they're very good. I'm doing most of my sessions in them now. Uh, followed that up with a two point one six kilometer cooldown at five fifty twos. Thursday did a little, very small jog, just three k's at five oh nines around the oval um, at my high school. Yeah, so chill. Friday had a race, three point three six k's at five twenty sixes was the warm up, and then so that you included... say that was the race, mate. <laughs> no, <laughs> and um, yeah. As part of the warm-up, did a 200-meter primer. I think it was 32 seconds. Yeah, it was good. Or 32, 33, I don't know. Uh, my race, not what I wanted it to be. I kind of I struggled to settle into the race at the start. I only really felt smooth, like, for three quarters of a lap in the middle, and then the 
pace kind of, yeah, and then there was this bit of a surge and I just kind of, I don't know, fell back. Still, I think that could be my second or third best 1,500-metre time simply because I haven't touched my PB and gotten close to that in a while. So I'm not disappointed, but, like, I'm not happy, you know. That's still a very solid time. Yeah. Still relatively early in the season. I mean, not for everyone in WA. But like it's not a championship event, like, you yeah, know. Yeah, yeah. Until state champs, it's still, like, you know. You're state not... champs is in three weeks, Ross. Yeah, so after state champs, that's when you start to get, like, serious because you're yeah. on the tapering. To be fair, that time, after state champs last season is when I was racing my best. Between yeah. state champs and nationals, I just flunked at nationals. Before that, I was racing pretty decently. Yeah, nice. Uh, and then fo- did a extended cooldown, 5Ks at 6.20s with Assad and Ethan White-Smith. Yeah. I've been talking to you guys the whole time and just realised I was muted. But anyway, go on back up. <laughs> <laughs> Anything you'd like to add on? Um, we uh, missed out uh, on John. No, I was just going to say this time last year, I had no, no idea who you were. But anyway. <laughs> Yeah, so with this cooldown, I was just discussing, uh, yeah, just discussing things with boys. Long cooldowns are a vibe, I must say. Yeah. Anyway, Saturday, I did a long E, 17.07 Ks at 4.58 pace. It's a good run. Went around Korean Open Space, Star Swamp and Trick Bushland, passing through Charles Rally Reserve a couple times. And the little ass, little ass comp that was happening down there. So you have more cr- time on feet than I do. What? You have more time on feet than I do. I can't. Because I, I easy run at a good pace, at a good pace, at an easy pace. I thought your long runs like hard though, or was this yeah. just like because it was day after the race? Day after? No, it depends. Like we don't long run hard all the time. But don't you pick it up towards the end, always? Like the week before, which we did, didn't cover in an episode because we didn't record then, but we recorded in the hills and we picked it up because we weren't racing, so, you know, we were able to do that. And also it was on a downhill on the way back. Yeah. So it was relatively easy. It was just about getting rolling. Anyway, so that was a good run. 7.5 out, 7 to 7, 7.5 out of 10 long E loop. Love and it. then on Sunday, to make up for the Ks for the week, did a 4K jog at 5.12 pace around Crenham Space. Very nice. Good week. 65.1. Ks, 5 hours, the, 23 Is that for the second week in a row, it looks like? Yeah. Yeah. So on your Mac Take up. a note from Macca's book on consistency, Joel. <laughs> Look at that. that is oh, getting apart from men and week here and... Yeah, but those are when I got, like, broke my arm or had a minor. Don't break your arm, mate. Tough enough, buddy. Imagine getting injured. It's the the constant three weeks on, one week recovery. Uh, Rather than just never having an easy down week. Anyways, that wraps up our weekly recaps. Now we're going to recap the first of two events that we'll be recapping. We're not doing uh, gossip or top five. We're just doing recaps of the Zatapec 10, the Chemist Warehouse Zatapec 10, and the Milrose Games.
start off with Zad Effect 10. That was going to take us through the women's and men's 800 meters. Ah, uh, all right. The in the women's 800, I'm reading off your screen by the way, Isaac. Uh, <laughs> uh, in third place, Tess Kiprop Cole uh, ran 25. Butchered that. Butchered that. I was trying to make his name sound like Kenyan, like. Okay, this Tess, sorry Tess. Uh, she ran 205.91, not bad at all. In second place, Ellie Sanford in 203.55. See, this is some pretty good times. And in first place, the Olympian Kat Bissett in 201.20 for a season, season opener in 2022. Special shout out to Montana Monk. Woohoo! 208.18 in the seventh place. On to the boys, Isaac. I should get a special shout out, Joe. Good mates. Good, good mates. <laughs> Third place, Geordie Beamish, ripoff version, Geordie Hoare, 155. <laughs> Wait, hold up. Ollie Hoare and Geordie Beamish. Oh, Mix. true. <laughs> oh my God, yeah. So this, this guy, how old is he? He's, uh, I think he's just like at under 20s, maybe. Like, so he'd be like. Under 23s, if there was under 23s. You better turn into a beast in the next few years. He's literally on Athletic Club summary. Geordie uh, yeah. Hall runs 155.35, third place. Second By the place. way, this, this field was only a field of four athletes. Yeah. So, should we just mention the fourth place person here? Yeah. Like? Shout out Josh Tram. Good yeah. bike. Good run Off from him. 687. Uh, second place, uh, the beast from the beast from our age group. Wolfgang Kotra Nemesi in 153.19. Shush. And in first and he, place. He even split that pretty much. Really? Yeah. It's crazy. In first place, the king from Newey. The absolute goat of New South Wales 800 meter running in under 20s right now. Tommy March, 152.85. Pulls Creek paying, doing justice, mate. Um, so great running from them, boys. On to the next event. Hey, so Isaac. The 1500s. They yeah. were after the 3K, but we'll come back to the 3Ks. Hey. Oh, this is a, oh, this is a great race to watch. This has like a few Olympians, a few youth Olympians. It's got like, it's got two Olympians in it. No, three Olympians in it. Uh, three world championship, like world championship, like uh, what are they called? Participants. And a junior goat. Um, this is a stacked field, eh? Third place, Holly Campbell went to the 2019. Oh no, she didn't. She didn't go to the World House sister did. Holly Campbell, who I actually lost to in a 3K uh, about seven months ago. Uh, 418.88, third place. Um, second place, Olympian, uh, 2016 Olympian in the 1500, Melissa Duncan, 418.18. And in first place, the young gun from Victoria, the next, the next uh, big thing, Claudia Hollingsworth in 4.16.50, being a stacked field. Um, so good running from them. In the men's. Oh, this is another awesome race. Pretty stacked as well. Um, third place from Victoria, Zach Patterson. Do you just want to talk about how the race panned out? Because the times probably don't reflect how the race actually, how good the race actually was. 
it was a kick down, eh? Yeah. Wait, did you not watch it, Joe? No, I did. I, watched, I told you I watched everything. I kind of forgot how this one went down. It was slow early on. Um, no one really wanted to take the lead. And then in that last lap, Luke yeah, Young was the first to make the move. Yeah. And then kind of everyone, I think, at least it was there. Because I was there, everyone thought that Patterson and Thomas were going to be the ones to yeah, move around good. him. And they just never got him. He just kept finding another gear to kick away Too from good. So, yeah, Zach Patterson, third, 349.81. Jude Thomas, the Puma athlete from Queensland, 349.20. And another newy goat, Tom March's training partner. The youth, fourth place at the Youth Olympics in 2018. Uh, Luke Young from uh, Newey in Newcastle, 348.44. Um, so, <laughs> another great race from the, from the boys. Very nice. Now, the... the Onto the 3,000. I reckon Isaac should talk about these ones. I will. Yeah. So, in the women's under 20, 3,000 metre on Dieki, the race was taken out um, pretty slow. They were on track. I'm pretty sure I heard the commentator say for like 10, 20. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Like through just before the K, through 800 metres. And then Amy Bunnage decided that she'd had enough and she just broke away from the field and ran the race on her own. She ran 937.63, which I'm pretty sure the World Junior Qualifier is 932. So to run five seconds off the World Junior Qualifier when you've gone out in a ridiculously slow pace is pretty incredible. She's our age group, right? She is, yep. So she's an under-18 and running in the under-20s. Lucinda Rourke came home for second in 948.23 and Aspen Anderson from Queensland third in 950.48 so the race really spread out after the slow start um yeah some good good times there considering the slow early pace now the men's under 20 3000 meter decacella run uh, isaac can you just start from going up from third place rather than yeah, yeah true. don't mind me being a bit biased here um this was my favourite race it I was, watched it was my in a favorite. long time. I don't think I've ever got that excited about a race. Um, this race, on paper, if you looked at it compared to all the other events at Zadipek, it was the most stacked field. Like, if you looked at the 10th ranked runner coming in, they were a genuine chance of winning. And compared to, you know, the 10th ranked runner in other events, this was definitely the strongest field. So... It went out pretty slow for the first lap, and then Kieran Rushton from New South Wales decided that he was going to pick it up. Um, yeah, the rush. So right. all of a sudden it went from just being that pack to being a single-file train um, with a few of the favourites kind of mid-pack to, or towards the back of the pack. Um, and then, again, though, in the middle it kind of slowed down, which definitely probably was a mistake from... Some of the quicker boys like Noakes, Rushton, Habler, Janetsky, because um, they left it to the kickers really. Um, and in the end, they got they started to pick it up at the K as Noakes took the lead. Um, and yeah, Archie just tried to break the field and he was telling me after the race that he genuinely thought he had it in him and that he thought he was going to win. But in that last lap, the wheels of Thomas Diamond just got moving and he went from 
the commentators doubting him with a couple laps to so go, much. saying that he looked like he was gone. He went from that to hitting the front with about 150 to go. He made a huge move, 200 to go, and just tore away from the field to run a 50, I think it was a high 56 last lap and kick away from the field to win in 824.94. That's his first 3,000 metres since January last year because he's been injured. So he won in 8.24. Habler was second in 8.26 and Pat Cantlin 8.27. So two New South Wales. Yeah, New South Wales. Show what it has done. Two out but of the three. If you look at the top top nine, they're within 12 seconds, which is like it was a pretty close race. Like, you know, no one was too far off. Everyone was there for most of it. But, yeah, pretty insane race to watch as soon as it started to slow. Or as soon as it went out slow, I remember just turning to my training partner, Murray, and saying, hey, this is Tom's race to lose. Like, just couldn't see anyone out kicking him. As soon as he started to move with the 250 to go, move yeah, around not people, even Oaksy. Oaksy. game over. Noxy out kicked in the, like, a couple of days beforehand. In a, 15, in a 1500, but that, like that, that, raw that, speed. That, that, that's, raw, Tom, that's Tom Diamond's pet event, though. But raw speed, mate. A kick. Tom's wheels. Like, he, I think he's running an eight. Oh, I, oh actually, I don't know. He's going to do an 800, but I think he's going to do the mile at the next milers. Um, but right. when he does an 800, he's going to run something crazy. Like, his wheels are just pretty impressive. Um, but yeah, that was an awesome race to watch. So. I was definitely pretty hyped on the side watching that. Um, onto the 10Ks. Pardon? Did you get Tom Diamond's autograph? Oh, man, I can get it whenever I want. Um, oh, yeah. I've already got photos of him before he was good, so I'll hang them up on the wall. <laughs> yeah, you have videos of him uh, getting dropped by you. I do. Oh, do you? I don't know if I'd have any videos, but I've dropped him in sessions before. On the YouTube I've, track? I've out-kicked him in 1K reps before. Imagine racing your 1K reps. That was back when we were betas, mate. Racing back your when we was good, so that's when I was when we were both betas. When we when we did like 1K reps on the track when we were like in under 13s. Yeah. Anyways, on to the events of the night. What everyone comes to see the championship 10,000 meter races. Mac or Joel, who wants to take us through them? Mac, here you go. All right. Um. Now you boys take it. Uh, Isaac, you you do it because you were there. I'll do the women's. I'll do I'll do the women's. All right. Um. So, not not the most stacked field in the women's. There was probably about one, probably like four, five serious contenders. Um. So I went out kind of like with Amelia Mazzadani from uh, New Mexico over in the U.S. She was pacing for the first, I think, 4K. Joel, she... you're holding the microphone a bit weirdly. Oh. <laughs> so, yes, Amelia, sorry about that. So, Amelia Mazzadani <laughs> from New, New Mexico uh, went out for the pace, the first 4K. wasn't the best pacing, but it be right. Um well, um, I mean, but, she went out at the pace. Yeah, she asked. yeah she ran out at the given pace, but none of them decided to go well, with she her. Mentioned, um, Sinead Diver and Charlotte Purdue were meant to race, but they pulled out before. Yeah. Anyway, so 
it was kind of like a, a, a battle of four kind of thing with Caitlin Adams from Team Tempo in South Australia, Izzy Bat-Dordley, ASICS athlete, and Eloise Wellings, Adidas athlete, and Rose Davies, New Balance athlete. It's kind of a race of four, really, till the first one dropped, and it was a race of three. Uh, so Caitlin Adams was the first one to drop, so she was fourth in 33-48. Uh, then it was a kick down kind of thing. When did Izzy get dropped? Izzy bat. Oh, it wasn't well, until like close to the end. Yeah, it was pretty Maybe like 800 meters. And she never got yeah. like dropped too bad. Yeah. yeah. So she like kind of, yeah, Izzy like fell off the train a little bit with 800 to go and she ran 33 or 4. So still like a very decent run. Still, no, like, she wasn't actually that far behind you. Yeah. yeah, six seconds off the winner. And then Eloise Wellings going for a fourth. Was it a fourth Zadipek wing or fifth? I think fourth. I think fourth. Just missed it. Um, getting edged out by Rose Davies in 33 flat. And Rose Davies coming on top in 32.58. So great running from them ladies. Uh, it was pretty entertaining to watch that last kind of 1,500 mile. Rose Davies ran it. Pretty much exactly like she did Zadar before, just moved yeah. into the lead down the back straight and just had the wheels in the last 200 to kick home for the win. Crazy. It's crazy to think. It's crazy to think the world record's four minutes quicker than that. Sheesh. Yeah, yeah. it is pretty wild. They didn't go oh. out ridiculously quick, though. Like, they didn't yeah. go with the pace, so it wasn't really a fast race. Yeah, well, do you want to... Do you want to do this or do you want to do it? I'll take us through the men's. Um, yeah. So, Riley Cox and Ben Buckingham were the pacemakers for this race. They took them out at a pretty honest pace. I'm pretty sure like the first lap was like a 64. But then, obviously, that's always going to be the case in the first lap, so it's going to be pretty quick. Um, they settled into a nice pace and were running at that like low 28 pace for most of it. Um, probably just, you know, a few milliseconds outside, which added up across the 25 laps. Um, but early on it was, you know, Jack Rayner, Dave McNeil, Liam Adams, Tobin Wyatt and Matt Clark that were like the five contenders for the race. Um, even when Jack Bruce and the others were attached to that pack, you could tell that they were going to get dropped, you know, pretty soon and it was going to come down to that pack of five and then slowly... They just they each got dropped. Um, I think Tobin White was the first to get dropped, and then um, Matt Clark, who then ended up getting passed by Tobin White, I'm pretty sure, um, in that last lap. Um, and then Liam Adams, you he just he's such a gutsy runner. He you could tell he was hurting with about five k's to go. Um, but he he got dropped. But then he'd never like once he got probably 15 meters off the back of McNeil and Rayner, he just never let that gap get much bigger. Um, not really until that last kind of K did they pull away when McNeil actually took the lead from Rayner, who did most of the work after the paces dropped off. Um, and when McNeil took the lead, I remember I saw had a, had a good look at Rayner and I just thought, like, he looked like he was hurting. And I thought that McNeil was going to pull away and Rayner was just going to get dropped. But I think Rayner used that he, he just opportunity back. to sit in really well and just sat behind Ray, um, McNeil and waited Can for the right time to kick. When McNeil um, moved ahead, I thought, oh, damn, Rainer's gone. But as soon as, like, because he kind of dropped back maybe a couple metres, but then as soon as he brought himself back up, I was like, yeah. He's got this. Like, he's looking he's looking strong. 
Macinate, your microphone has just improved a thousand times, mate. Has it? Um, oh, yeah. It's pretty good. <laughs> Anyways, um, but yeah, Rain had the wheels in the latter stages of the race to win it by six seconds in the end. So he won 28-16, McNeil 28-22, and Adams 28-46. Only a second ahead of Tobin White in 28-47. Um, just looking at the times. Clark actually ran 29.25, so Tobin White did get him a bit earlier than I thought, than I remember. Um, then some close battles, like, behind them um, at eight sub-30s, which probably isn't as strong as other years, but the conditions probably weren't um, the best. Like, I remember a few of the athletes just came over the line just absolutely drenched in sweat. Like, it had been hot in the day, and then by the time... The sun went down. It just turned really humid and not nice conditions for running. Um, friend of the show, Kieran Toll, he was in the field, battled hard for 18th place in 31.07. Um, definitely wasn't an easy race for Kieran. Joel, going to just talk a little about that. Oh, yeah. So, uh, poor Kieran. He, like, he, he was smart not going with the front boys, but he tried to go with Andre Waring and... Uh, Tim Vincent, there was like a group of three of them. Um, and yeah, he got heat stroke and he hasn't really had the best preparation for this, but still proud of him for finishing. And yeah, can just move on to the next one, I guess. That's all we've got for Zadapek. And get on to Milrose. Discuss, yeah, I'll discuss Milrose. Um, I think we might have to save Milrose. It's already been 46 minutes. I can save Milrose for next episode. Yeah. No, nah, we can just skim through like Because the there won't few... be anything to talk about this week yeah. anyway. Yeah, that's true. So we might as well do the Milrose next episode. Yeah, true, because it was on the weekend anyway. So. Yeah, and like otherwise it's going to be too long. Yeah, fair enough, fair enough. Uh, um, we're gonna, we'll leave Milrose for next week. Because we don't want to keep you here for too long, so we're getting to the fan favorite segment of the podcast. Quick or quicker? This week on Quick and Quicker, it is Stabilo Boss Highlighter, aka Will McAlinden. First, Michael Phelps, a.k.a. Isaac Ridley. Uh, I'll be asking the questions, a.k.a. Uh, GOAT, G-O-A-T. Um, so, question one. Since Milrow has happened recently, but we'll talk about it more next week, who is the USA mile record holder? And what Ooh. time did they run? Yeah, Alan no, Webb. That was two miles. That was two miles. Alan Webb in three forty-seven sixty-two. Maka. Um, I have absolutely no clue, but I'm pretty sure it's three forty-nine. I uh, Isaac, you've just taken it well and truly. Alan Webb three forty-six ninety-one. Oh, but we're talking indoor mile. Yes. No, this is outdoor. Oh. I thought, you know, because Milrose. Was... Yeah, no, just out the wall. Um, so one point to Bizak. Question two. On Athletics Club has been 
a recent success in the past two years. What well, is really only the past year and a half? Shut up, Michael. Let the man speak. Sorry, <laughs> six months difference. What is Coach Dathan Ritzenheim's five kilometer, oh, five thousand meter PR? Twelve fifty eight seventy one. Uh, 1302. Isaac! 12.6. Zoo! Zoo! Oh. watching Zadapak on Wednesday night. going to have two Zadapak kind of specific questions. What is Jack Rayner's 10,000 metre personal best? Oh, I'm going to go with... I'm going to go with 28, 28.16. I don't reckon he's going quicker than that, Zadapek. Um, no, I'm going to say 28.08. This is 10k PB in, like, general. Ooh, on the roads. No, no, no. no like 10,000 oh. metres, but, like, not yeah. just Zadapek. I know, but I'm saying I don't reckon he's going quicker than that. Right. 28, 16, me. Locked it in. Yep. Yeah. Have to make time. Isaac. Will oh, McAllister has takes that win. Oh, what? Let's go. <laughs> Twenty-seven fifty fifty-nine, mate. You're fine. Where you're, was that? Ah, oh, cool. couldn't tell you, mate. It's IWF, so I can't argue with it. Uh, yeah. So yeah, oh, it's two-one. This this could be like Isaac. If you get this, Australian Open. Except this time, what? stick it. Rose Davies, 10,000 meter personal best. 31. 31.32. Wait, what did you say, sorry? 31.32. Uh, okay. 32.10. Maka. You have lost quicker and quicker for this game. Isaac wants to do a bonus question. But should I do the fifth question? But what's her PB? 31-39. Let's, let's do the bonus. Well, we'll do the fifth question, and then I'll see if I want to I'll just randomly guess. The bonus. Actually, I'll just... Ask the fifth question. I'll, should, wait, should we just do the bonus? No, nah, you got to ask the fifth question. He wants to see how safe it is for him to. Yeah. What is Nick Willis's 1500 meter person in all best? 329. 3.29.59. 3.30.42. What? 3.30.42. 3.29.59. Mac is taking it. 3.49.83. Wait, that's his mile. You said well, 100. No. Uh, 329.66. Oh, well, it's only 0. 0.07 off. I knew his mile was 349, but anyways, uh, I reckon I'll go for it, the bonus question. Why not? Like, oh, I kind of just said like, one so hand on the mouse, one hand on the mouse, we can say that. And another bonus question real quick, because I kind of just gave away the other bonus question, but anyway. Oh, uh, the bonus is what is his mile payment, isn't it? <laughs> um, anyway. 
We'll be back shortly once Joel thinks of a. Bunch I've of got, questions. I've got, I've got. On topics of Nicholas, the man who has just run twenty consecutive years of sub minute four, sub four minute miles. What is Nick Willis's half marathon personal best? Oh, what? <laughs> Maka, I've answered first for every single one. You All right, I'm going to say 10324. 103.30. Isaac. Isaac. Right. You have won this quick, quicker, quicker. Mate, Thanks, no Chris. way he's running under 63 minutes. Guess what, Macca, he, what, guess what, is, guess what his personal best is? Like 67. 67. Let's oh. go. Soon. Uh, I knew it was not quicker than 63. I, I, I don't know. I'll just randomly guess. Back to back wins. What a start to the season. Right. Lethal off the track. And oh, that night. <laughs> Please. On I that, take right. the lead. I'm on three points. Joel's we'll, on two. We'll Macca, on. donuts. Well, I started poorly last time around, and we all know how that ended. All right, buddy. Macca, do you want to end it off with uh, Macca's famous quote of the week? Yes, I think we already I found Macca's quote of the week this week. My quote of the week. By Dan Kelly. What was it? It was um, Will. Joel's been sleeping for 16 hours. Not sure what oh, I should different do. Different will. <laughs> different will. Right. This is my quote of the week. The hardest choices require the strongest wills. That was... I fe- uh, this quote is from Thanos and felt really inspired by it. Next time I'm doing something that requires a hard choice, I will be not asking you, Will. I'll I'm find a stronger will. My hardest choice is whether I wear a highlighted yellow singlet or not, and I think that'll help me make my choice next time. Mine was uh, to do the bonus point or not. We'll pick it, honestly. All right. Anyways. All right. We'll see you next week, ladies and gentlemen. Perhaps like a very long podcast. Say so. Hey. Now I'm fast like Stuart McSwain.